All right, and we're live with the one and only Alex Sotos. What's going on, guys? <laughs> How's it going, man? With that, with it's that going today. Voice. I think I was telling you guys, telling you guys uh, earlier. I'm a, we did a little walking today, me and the girlfriend. So I'm a little tired, you know, drinking yeah. some G Fuel for like the fourth time. <laughs> right on, man. Right on. Uh, so how are you getting the chat already saying I'm 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 ready. Well, well, I'm ready <laughs> as well. So <laughs> that's a fellow Canadian, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's only a handful of us, so we should probably know each other. <laughs> it's true. SFO. Yeah. It's weird. Even in, even in the keyboard space, it's only like a handful. Well, there's a lot of Canadian people, but there's only a handful of people, I guess, who like handful of vendors, like very small. You can count on one hand. Um, even people who, I guess, do some social media content. If again, it's, it's smaller. I'd love to see it grow. But the Canadian scene for like hobbies and stuff is definitely growing pretty fast. Because it's too cold out here to you know, spend time. It's true. With, uh, you can't do <laughs> it else. Yeah. What's up, Ant um, in traffic? Yeah. Uh, looks, Ant, I like Ant's comment, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a lot of beard and mustache going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's part of it. Uh, anyways, we might as well uh, kick the stream, stream off here and uh, start by saying welcome to uh, Alex Sotos. He's a custom keyboard guy is that is that fair to say you you develop you, you make custom keyboards for people and i mean i i think it's more just like assembling um mm. i do it like i guess i guess teha types whoever who knows keyboards kind of popularize this uh i think the very first streamer was a user by the name of anthony 001 i believe uh, but teha kind of like brought this into main gear i just i kind of do like a little bit of both i bring like the per i bring some personality of my own and then build some keyboards on the side. So the keyboard is right. definitely like the main attraction, but I think people stay for me zooming into my face and stumbling on my words and stuff, you know? <laughs> right on. Uh, I mean, well, for us, I mean, this is like, a, this is like a headphone kind of audio related channel, but yeah. but the, we were talking about this earlier, but like the, the crossover in my mind is that, I mean, for, for us at least, headphones is something we use every day, but keyboards yeah. are another thing that's like that, where we use, we use it every day. Everybody uses it every day. And this goes into like, you know, as we were talking about before, that sort of personalized space, but we'll, 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 we'll probably talk about that a little later, but uh, I got a, a bunch of questions for you that I want to ask, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess you just sort of were, were bringing it up already, but um, how did you get into this, this hobby and this kind of stuff, like, you know, assembly and that kind of thing. And then also streaming. So I, I think, I think like I always answer for the keyboard people kind of where the keyboard started, but where I yeah. kind of got into hobbies believe it or not, was with audio. Hmm. Um, so I actually had started collecting, like I think my very first like nice piece of audio gear, I think I bought a Sennheiser HD 598 or something like that. And um, then I picked up one of those wireless ones. I don't remember the exact model number of the Sennheisers. And uh, I was like, wow, these are really good. Like, I wonder what else is out there. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up getting really into IMs and even just some earbuds. I remember picking up a pair of like bows and like, oh, these are amazing. This was like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, wait, what if I do campfires next? It seems like the next logical step. And then uh, kind of got into to campfire audio there, and they picked up some IMR acoustic stuff and some other. Um, I think I picked up what bravados from Empire Ears, and I just got really into IMs. And I switched to I was like, okay, I want a nice pair of cans. And then I picked mm -hmm. up the LCD twos. And then uh, the only the only next step I I saw these, and again like this is. These headphones are bled kind of into the keyboard hobby, but when I picked up the LCD twos, I was like, dude, I, I love buying like I love buying things. Uh, I like buying 
like really custom things, right? Like I, I love it. It's a really fun experience. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was like, you know what? Let's do like let me customize my workspace, and that's kind of the theme that you were talking about today, talking about kind of our custom workspaces and how we personalize it and stuff. So I got into you know taking a few photos of my headphones and dressing up my desk, and I was like, you know what? A nice keyboard would be cool. Get rid of this like terrible Logitech one that I have on my desk. No hate to anyone who uses Logitech. And um, so the one with the Romer G switches, or yeah, please don't even talk about Romer G. <laughs> hey, Chrono loves Romer G. I think he's using them. That's uh, your other reviewer. But yeah, those are <laughs> those are mushy switches. Yes. And then um, so I, I went. I went and bought this um, Gons GK87 Pro. I believe the the model name was, and it was like this RGB keyboard. And like, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, especially with audio. Like, and I don't know if anyone in chat has ever done this too, where you guys have bought something. And you guys like immediately go to look at reviews and you're like, why did you just no. spend $50 on this? Like everyone just said shit and it's like in front of you. So I ended up wanting something else after that particular keyboard. And I went and bought a tofu kit. And then I was like, Hey, you like, this is actually pretty interesting. There's a lot that goes into these keyboards. And then after that tofu kit, I wanted to buy my own tofu and build it myself. Cause I had someone else do that one there. And the Tofu Kit, basically, guys, if you guys are wondering, it's like a little 60% keyboard. Frosted Acrylic has a bunch of RGB. Yep. Really cool. Fits my aesthetic. Not, not candy and then, bar, though. Uh, sorry? Not, not a candy bar, though, right? No, the candy bar was like way later on. Okay. So I ended up picking up um, some of these keyboards here, like a bunch of these Tofu, started building them, started assembling it, you know, put my foot in the water, and I just like instantly fell in love. And then I picked up some higher-end keyboards, and I'm like, man, these are like premium. I wonder what else is out there. And then it, my love for these keyboards and just assembling them. And then it kind of bled into people want to, you know, I had a, an Instagram page going, which I guess some, some people really liked. So people were asking me to build some stuff live. And then I started doing that. And I guess here we are now with some even more cool keyboards. And around that time too, I picked up these headphones and I was like, man, these are, you know, one of one basically. For anybody who's wondering, those are, uh, that's a rad zero he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah, not, not quite as fl- as flary as the one that Tyler has, but, but Ty- Tyler's got Terrans. <laughs> yeah, I got I got <laughs> yeah, the Terrans yeah. special. These are on loan, and and I have to be very very careful with them. I was under strict yeah. orders to not mess these up. <laughs> yeah, the building I mean, service. Yeah. I do I do have a debuild. I take the keycaps off like no problem. Yeah, charge nothing. It's crazy. So it's, uh, it's funny. So with the with the whole personalized space thing, I I you're getting into not just though the the keyboard assembly but like the whole workspace thing um, yeah with, and you've got guides on like how to like yeah i, I guess put together a a, a workspace you know um with a, with a, yeah, you know, yeah. a battle guys that you put. yeah well the thing is though i mean i was i, I was reading up on them just because i knew i was going to talk to you and i looked down at my space and i went oh man <laughs> now i got to do more stuff got to get some mats man you got to get the uh, mats <laughs> I, 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 to the point where i'm now you know really really ashamed of my own personal workspace and I, it's time to level up it's <laughs> you know what stuff. though i as, as like I, I i probably have to go back and one day like amend some of those because as as like my workspace kind of evolves yeah. so many things like this whole cupboard area which is you guys can't really see too well but this is all like keyboard parts and stuff that i do now so like this will have to evolve sometime soon too yeah there are some stuff i still stick by but those, those were made in efforts to kind of like i would get questions 
up the wazoo about those things. And I would, I would just be like, how did you do this? How did you do this? And it was questions. It's kind of like, well, these are more personal preference things. Like, I don't know how to really explain these things mm-hmm. to people. So I wrote down some articles about them and I, I'd say like, there's, there's a definitely some other popular ones that like popular setups that are, are online right now that people go absolutely nuts for. But for me, like even the RGB stuff, I'm starting to slowly, I guess, not get away from it. Cause I love RGB. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'm starting to appreciate, I guess, more of the, well, this part's really flary. Let's, let's, let, let's make this part here focused in mm-hmm. and make everything else kind of mute it, put some you know plants on the desk. That way there I can just focus in on the desk pad and you know the keyboard and all that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely someone who's like the, uh, the least amount right. of RGB as possible. <laughs> hey, that's okay. My, my preference, but, but um, no, I mean, I wanted to get into that though. Like with the, some of the like design aesthetics that you find interesting and you know, where do you find um, what's sort of the inspiration for, well, both colorway, but also just like maybe design aesthetic, you know, do you have a certain kind of thing that makes you go, oh, that's, that'd be a really cool idea. I wonder how it would turn into keyboards or what's sort of the, the process for that. Well, you, you can kind of, I like, I did design a keycap set, which did like, okay. And then I had this, some, I have a bunch of desk pads and some of the desk pads went like pretty bonkers. People really seem to like them. Yeah. Um, but for, it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of the, some of the, like I have a new one too, that people like, it's really it's bright. I think thumbnail. I have like, that's right. This thing is a this, thumbnail, right? this one here oh, is wow. like really okay. bright so people have been, like do you do you have a like a manufacturer that you work with that you that like or how does that even so people <laughs> can together? use menu like you can go through manufacturers you know get yeah. minimum order quantities for an individual it's kind of expensive you can see how bright some of these colors are oh, you, you can go through like a manufacturer yourself but i actually work with for the most part I work with a bunch of different vendors at the moment. I think the main one I kind of use and so they handle everything for me is the key dot company, hmm. um, which is they have a lot of different keyboard stuff. But like if you want to do that as an individual, it's actually not that difficult. You can find a lot of these like vendors on, believe it or not, like Alibaba right. and go through them. But again, like as an individual, you'll never need, you know, 150 desk pads. You know, I don't think I don't think it's it's quite you know the most realistic that, thing to do. That's how you get You're just your, planning for your the future at that desk. point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't um, really but, like uh, it at that point. And you yeah, know, you're a keyboard but, princess if you put a P at the second mat of the 150 and you can't type. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there was at one point too where I was starting to get lazy with desk pads, and I had like six or seven stacked up. And then I'm like, "Do you think anyone will notice on the stream today?" And then I turned on my camera, and you can see like a giant, like towering shadow from the desk pads. I'm like, okay, "That takes some." It's, it's I want to. It's, 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 uh, it's getting to the color of that really bright one. Is there any worry about like the the like how bright a mat is and like like mouse tracking and stuff like that like i know people no not at all not no. anymore okay not anymore. that they used to be i mean thing, i mean like dark surfaces all the way right yeah i mean like for me anyways and this is i guess for me I've, I've never personally like thought about that i've never had any issue hmm. um but i don't play video games as much as i used to that and i don't play to that level where you know like that right. level Actors. of decision need it yeah right. but it's like i'm sitting it... here playing like like uh, Dota Underlords and stuff, where right. you can take your time in like chess. That's how get I play so. PC get, games. Get out of here with your controller, <laughs> console game over here, <laughs> uh, Mr. Thumbs. Um, <laughs> hey guys, can I play? it's 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 funny though that that I mean you say that because like for I think for a lot of people they they come at the uh, not necessarily custom keyboard but mechanical keyboards in general 
uh, from the like, let's say, quote unquote, esports aspect or like the gaming aspect. We're looking for their, you know, and I, you can just go into any, you know, store in the, you know, gaming section, you know, Best Buy or whatever, and there's you know, tons of keyboards that have you know, Chrono Specials and Browns, the Romer G Chrono Specials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I imagine that there's a lot of people who, you know, approach this from, I, I suppose, not just the gaming side to like be better. But also yeah. probably the the streaming side of things, where they're like I want it to look cool, I want it to, I want it to be something that's like unique to me. I think that's where the custom yeah. thing comes in a little bit. And I think a lot of that, and what what I stress, and I know a lot of other keyboard streamers and even the keyboard community stresses is preference. Right. And uh, you know, for, for me, one of the things that I always stress too is there's th- there's three major things, which is again preference, uh, not spending. T- to the point where you're going to go broke. Like the last thing you want to do is spend money on one of these customs. Cause some of these can get pretty damn expensive, especially yeah. when you're looking at like aftermarket stuff or, uh, you know, or non-retail even, items or even not past, and then, past the group by stage. And you didn't, yeah, past the group by stage, <laughs> for example, like you can pick up like a satisfaction 75, which is I think one keyboard of the year on, uh, oh man, I can't remember what Dixie Mac ran. I forget that thing that they run, but uh, it, it won one, one, you know, like that. One in a one. A lot of people liked it. A lot of mm-hmm. people liked it, right? And I think those go for like fourteen to seventeen hundred, and key calls wow. can go for like you know two thousand dollars plus, easy. That's Especially great. unbuilt kits can go for. Really unbuilt kits can sometimes go for a little bit more than built kits, right? So is that um, because you can select the uh, switches that you use? Not everyone can desolder a PCB, right. or not everyone wants to, or not everyone has the equipment. For example, right. like mine's up there, but I have a, a desoldered gun, and that actually would run you like 400 Canadian. Um, right. So not everyone wants to do just like just to five bucks in the states. So. Yeah, which is like <laughs> USD. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think that's the biggest thing. And then the third thing that I always stress too is just kind of like play with it. Like I get a lot of people who come and ask me. They'll, they'll still want to get into keyboards and they have nothing. And then they'll be like, dude, like I want to spend money on keyboards. I have the money for it. It's not a big deal. You know, I'm listening to your number one. I'm listening to number two. You know, I, ha- I have the money, you know, I have the drive to do this. I want to do preference, but like, what do you like? And it's just like, again, that bleeds into number one where it's like, buy, buy some stuff, but like a switch tester, get something smaller. You know, I always recommend like a hot swap build. So hot swaps are ones where you don't have to solder in on the PCB. You just pop in and out the switch try something like that and you can go and switch out as you need and see what you like and then build your final your end game which doesn't exist anywhere your end game right is this sort of like the uh what some of those like gmmk um builds are like yeah yeah Yeah, i mean there's really expensive boards too like rama has a whole bunch of hot swap boards which you know feel pretty good yeah key colts don't have any like hot swap my key colts right here because playing with it earlier that thing was um, that was you building that was so dope i love the red and white man that oof, yeah so dope. some canada colors i was just gonna <laughs> yeah, say it's, it's <laughs> yeah well it has even the canada artist i'm not gonna yeah. shout out to to i really i i the austin i like that one a lot too i no longer have that I had to send it back to the client unfortunately <laughs> but um and i hear yeah I there's hear. some there's some really dope keyboards like you can do so much with it like there's there's acrylic builds which don't cost you that much either. Like I have a Plume 65 which I built last night in front of me. Um, so there's there's a whole b- bunch you can do, and I think I think what people don't realize about the keyboard scene coming in from the gaming scene mm-hmm. is there's there's just so much and like there's so much tuning you can use, you know, lubricants mm-hmm. on your switches. Yeah. There's so much choice. There's so much that goes into these that 
Isn't like filters and fillers to the board to like make it um, less like echoey or and that kind of stuff. You can do all yeah, sorts like of crazy you, stuff with it, right? You can get foam and like you can go all out and get like pour on foams or you can get, you know, like some acoustic vinyls, which some people get. I know I'm experimenting with that too. Uh, is that like your sometimes know? people consider that a sorry? <laughs> with the acoustic vinyl? <laughs> Sorry, to be honest, I don't know. It sounds like something in the audio file <laughs> sorry, space. Sorry, like, I'm exper- <laughs> sorry, you say you're experimenting with things. That was sorry, bad joke. Yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> I, I was like, wait a second. Wait, what what just happened? I'm going to look this up later. <laughs> uh, which modern proves the sound stage of keyboards? So honestly, yeah, I think the best thing for keyboards, if you want to like improve sound stage, is usually like lubricants and stuff like that. Like stabilizer rattle. If you guys, for yeah, example, whoever had yeah. the, uh, the, the Razor. You'll probably hear like some rattling when you hit some of the the longer pieces. Yeah. Um. Some people like well, not some people. Usually, when you're building these things, you end up putting lubricant inside where the wire goes in, and that kind of stops or pre- prevents it from you know hitting plastic. Mm-hmm. So it ends up uh, reducing that rattle. I think that's the biggest thing. It's funny. I, I still have a keyboard with uh, 65G lube Zelios kicking around somewhere, but I never used it because 65 grams way too stiff. For my liking so i ended up just finding something else but it was like here's a bunch of money down the drain and like work to like you know <laughs> lube everything and you know get everything like as smooth was it as hot it swap be. or was it soldered no this was just a full solid build from um wazd okay okay yeah so probably like you know looking into that custom keyboard world um you know you realize that a lot of this is like I mean, the, the stuff that I was looking at was like seven hundred dollars. I was like, ah, I'm just gonna try and get the cheaper one for now. Yeah. But uh, it's probably a good thing because I, I realize those those key or the switches are now a little too stiff for my liking for typing, at least. You know, like I'm not I don't do the gaming stuff as much anymore either. So yeah, I mean, some people really like those like thirty gram switches. For me, I, I'm I'm a big fan of like sixty five to seventy five. Yeah. So yeah. Um, well, so, I mean, on that subject, I mean, what switches would you say is like your, your favorites or do you, is that even something that you consider? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, th- I think at the moment I, I get this question like all the time too. Yeah. <laughs> I think at the moment I, I really prefer like a linear switch at the moment. Like right now I have tactiles in front of me, which are, you know, the Zelios, but, um, I prefer a linear switch, I think in the range of 65 again to 72 grams. Mm-hmm. Um, Tangerine switches are still one of my favorite switches at the moment, which are those bright nice. orange. Oh, yeah, I do have some. Right here. I was actually playing around with some earlier. So these bright mm. orange switches, perfect these green Halloween. stems. Yeah, perfect for Halloween. Cool. <laughs> these are some of my favorite. I'm, I'm lubing some of these banana split switches, which are these pink ones over here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are so cool. I saw the, the, those those uh, the cream blueberry banana cream ones. Is that what those were? Strawberry blueberry uh, banana cream. well they're they're banana split but they're banana split thank you they're like a pink and a purple with a yellow stem yeah those are I, those so are what's those. are those tactile or are they linear they're linear and in, in all honesty they probably should feel exactly the same as tangerines oh, okay cool yeah. and, and is there any like particular reason why you prefer like the linear switch or is it well i, I think honestly for me it's a sound thing and you know Right. Revolving back to that, I guess headphones and audio is so this it's is not what a great I, thing. I, yeah, I was going to ask everybody what their what switches they're using right now, what keyboard. Yeah, what? So I mean, I guess we know what you like to use, and, yeah. <laughs> but Tyler, what's your uh, go to right now? I think you're muted. Um, think uh, so go to right now for switches. Yeah. Uh, so my, uh, I think they're called the um, Royal 
something or others. One second. Which which keyboard are you using right now? Uh, I have this uh, lovely uh, Kira, the Kono Store Kira. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, okay. I, I believe they're the you like see. I keep really like I got a little headphone over there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me uh, wait. That's probably a bad one to pull off. I don't have my key puller handy, so this might be a little awkward to try and pull this off. Um, there we go. <laughs> You have that switch. I think it's a royal purple box, I think. Kale, oh, this Kale, looks like Kale, 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 Kyle. Kyle. Looks like it. Yeah, Kale. Kyle. Yeah. Kale. Here you go. Oh, you like that. That's that's what it <laughs> This is PG stream, man. <laughs> no, it's not. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> um, no, no, so that's what I, I, I'm rocking. I'm actually... Uh, clip, somebody clipped that. Somebody just clip. that one little part. <laughs> um, but... Uh, no, I, I'm actually working on hopefully getting a, an Austin R2, and then I'm also yeah. hoping to get uh, a uh, an Iron Smith and Rune Iron 180, I believe, is what I'm. I'm those are nice boards. So those boards actually go for a crap ton of aftermarket too. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like past a thousand dollars US. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Aftermarket. Was, well, yeah. the other one I was looking at was the uh, the split the um, Alice. Holy crap! That was the first one oh, I went and looked at, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy one of these." Woo. <laughs> I went on the yeah, I, so I, I have what like two or three Alice's now, and I can't type for crap on them. Oh, I'm yeah. so mad at it. I mean, I can't type for crap normally, but I don't know why I build keyboards to be honest. <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> well, but that was be my next question. I mean, do you, do you, I guess, yeah. I mean, so I'm using a Niz EC75 with the uh, electric capacitive, so I'm I'm past mechanicals, past. I've <laughs> haven't haven't gone back to mechanicals, but I probably should. Then, um, yeah. But um, only reason. But I was going to say the only reason for that is is the is noise um, or sound, right? Um, yeah. And realizing that, I mean, I spend most of my time wearing open back headphones and writing stuff. <laughs> it's nice if it's not super loud. <laughs> if it's not super yeah. intrusive. Um, See, I don't mind a loud. I don't mind a loud keyboard but i think the keyboard has to have some sort of like so if it's too high pitch for me i'm not yeah. gonna like it if, if it's just too thuddy i'm not gonna like it right like it is there needs to be like a certain level of gold like what we call like clack and thock right yeah so it needs to have a little bit of that you know right. mix for me so i think we call of, it sack speaking of thock um <laughs> what's your take on like the topra stuff so I've only tried that, I mean, pre-COVID. I mean, I've only, so for, for the sake of honesty and transparency, I've only been in the keyboard hobby since like what, last July. Yeah. So I think I really got into it in January and then I got two whole months to kind of like go out and la-di-da, let's go to this thing. And then COVID hit and it's like, by yeah. the way, you can't leave the house anymore. And then, <laughs> um, so the one meetup that I went to here in Toronto, uh, I tried some of them and there were like decent again i only did it like like for five minutes not even right uh this is pretty good but i think i think i'm gonna be building new friends we're doing like this whole swap over with norba with a norbauer case uh which are really really you know nice and you have to swap a whole bunch of parts so eventually i think like a few months down the road i might i might try another one but i mean i haven't really had a chance to sit down and type and really get a feel for for a topper keyboard right but do you think there's sort of like a uh, I mean, to me, it's like, uh, again, it goes back to what you're saying. It's all sort of about preference, but I know people who prefer membrane keyboards. And to me, I'm like, I would never want to yeah. go back to, you know, full <laughs> membrane over mechanical. I actually still have like my best typing is done on my MacBook. Because <laughs> I just, cool. the butterfly switches, I know there are people like just 
just absolutely dookie on the, the MacBook keyboard. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't mind that at all. It might be the typing angle. It might just be the you know the low profile keycaps or something. But I don't. Know. Yeah. I just I just like it. That's fair. Yeah, but I mean the the typing thing specifically, at least for me, that like if I'm thinking about like the reasons why I look at different keyboards, one of them, yeah, is is to try and you know, get into that sort of personalized space a little bit and see what would fit with the rest of the kind of style that I look for. But the, the main reason, I mean, I got to be honest, is is uh, for typing, for, you know, making it easier and more, I guess, feel better when typing, considering this is something that, like, I do at, 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 for work, right, most of the time. So, typing, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but um, what what's your thought? Like, so... Uh, real quick i wanted to jump in real quick uh what's your thoughts on the uh like so to kind of jump into like the space of your 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 unique space i want to you know i want to ask this for both of you guys actually because like for me yeah. um like i have uh to make it yours kind of thing right like i have i'm, I'm constantly read i mean you guys can see my room i have a giant ninja turtle and i have legos <laughs> star wars and i have almost is the that, entire is that- is that your room specifically, or is it like just a room that is in your it's house? It's the guest room that my wife allows me to, to put things in. Uh, okay. Keyword being allow. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, but then, uh, but yeah, like I have a bunch of uh, turtles and stuff. And then, like on my desk, I have like, I'll always swap them out, but I'll have like little like knick, uh, knickknacks, like Legend of Zelda yeah. sword that you can. Yeah. But uh, that my daughter takes and tries to stab me with all the time. Um, but like, so what's something like that? Like, what's like the things that make you guys? Because I see Alex has a, a whole bunch of stuff on his shelf, but then Resolve just has headphones. So that just tells me that he it tells okay. you everything you need to know about me. <laughs> <laughs> when I used to, when I used to live in uh, Victoria, and I was in grad school, uh, you know, I, I had a, a, one of the like most generic apartments ever. You know, there's just like standard, you know, like apartment buildings. And whenever I had, you know, friends or family over, they'd walk in and go, wow, you have literally nothing on your walls. Because <laughs> that was me. It was like, I, you know, to me, it was like uh, as minimal as possible. It's, it's changed since then. And, uh, you know, the other uh, rooms in my current place are definitely a lot more, you know, decorated and lit up. Um, much uh, thanks to my girlfriend's uh, choices, more, more so than mine. But... Um, as far as like my own personal space, I have yet to reach the level of style <laughs> of any kind, and it's all just ca- cameras and lenses and yeah. headphones and you know DAX and amps and stuff like that. But partially oh, also just yeah. because of like the work that I have to do, right? It's got to be this stuff. So, but yeah. yeah, I think I think I was gonna say that too. Like that's a huge part of it. It's like what a lot of the times like personal spaces end up being like a reflection of what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. And then what you enjoy doing outside of that. Uh, I know for a long time, because I did product photography full time for about three or four years, right? Like my room was, so I, I literally only, I swapped down. I, I really trimmed the fat with what I have for cameras. And I have the two cameras you see over here. So an A7R2 and an A6000 uh, with a few Sony lenses. And I got rid of like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars of Nikon gear. Yeah. And it used to just be like shelves of it. Like I had 600 mil lenses, which I busted out one time <laughs> and I don't know why I bought them. I think I still have like a, a 150 to 600 mil lens downstairs, a Sigma that costs like two or $3,000. Yeah. And I bought it for the purpose of photographing cheetahs. And that was about it. Did and then um, I did. And that's awesome. 
and I think that's like I think as my my hobbies change is that I really kind of like I guess working full time doing photos like killed it for me, mm-hmm. and um, I ended up just swapping down and I literally don't even show off my camera gear anymore. Like the little bit of extra camera gear I have is like tucked away in a shelf. Yeah, like I have anime figures up here, which again, I don't even know if I want to keep because I actually want to replace this whole wall with more like I like bright stuff. Like I, I love stuff that just like screams color. Mm-hmm. And it's just always been my thing. So I might actually want to put like a neon sign over there or something. I noticed you have that really cool uh, little lighting thing in the back. And Tyler's got a similar one there as well. Actually, yeah. I got that from, from, from I got it. Yeah, Alex uh, is the reason I have that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I got I had a question for both of you guys. Um, given that you guys have such personalized spaces that you guys are in right now, if nobody, like, if, if there was no thought to doing any sort of live streaming with that space, w- would you would you still care to the same degree about it? This I imagine is, yeah. that you Before would. Before I even started streaming, this was my Yeah, space. I know for you it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing I've added to this background since I started streaming was, was this light. That's it. Oh, like the, this is how like the room always yeah. yeah, I mean, like, when I started streaming... I got a few comments like as my viewership started to pick up because it started off with, you know, like five or eight viewers. And then we got into like the 20 viewer range. And I'm like, I'm big bowling now, boys. Um, I'm going to go full time. Uh, people yeah. are like, you should make your bed. And I remember like looking at them dead. I'm like, I'm never making that. Bed. <laughs> this awesome. bed's just going to stay like that. I'm not doing it. Making your bed when you're going to go to sleep in it literally makes no sense to me. So I'm just never going to do it. To keep so spiders like, off, though, that's that's what I like. I remember my mom would be like, "You make your bed. If you don't, spiders, spiders will, will fall crawl. in there, and then you won't." Yeah, I'll <laughs> never know. Those <laughs> I was dead after that. It was it's effective. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to, to chat about the audio piece uh, a little bit too, because mm-hmm. I am. I, I did purposely. Oh, look at that light right there. Look at what, where did that come? Is it the? Right? Is it oh, the? Oh, what, where is it? I can Sorry, I got mesmerized. Oh. <laughs> but, Ooh, shiny. Uh, um, but yeah, like so the like the thing that's really cool about the Alex Rosen stuff. Um, so that's who makes the, our headphones for people that don't know the or makes not mine. These are Terran special. Uh, I'm just borrowing them. Uh, but uh, Alex, his 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 are pretty sweet too. They're, they all look different. Right? They all, like they're yeah. all yeah uh, customized and similar to the keyboard world, right? Where it's yeah. like, and they're it, just gorgeous. I mean, they. I mean. Yeah. Um, Kinda. So wait, is that the one that Taryn specifically designed? Taryn specifically made okay. this. Like he actually made this at when, when they were at Canjam last year. Um, and so I really wanted to. Uh, I say made, that. but okay, let's say designed. Like Does, he, 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 he he mixed the epoxy <laughs> yeah. and he put the colors in and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, kind of speaking on that, like I um, would want to talk to more like what. When you get pulled into these, like you, cause I, I think of it, this is how I look at it, right? Like I see these headphones as like an extension of kind of like me a little bit too, and I love that they have that like color pop, like you're talking about, or they have that um, uniqueness. Like I love the one-off yeah. things, right? Like I have a pair of ZMFs that there's one of one. Like there's literally no one else will have these, and, and they, you know, like it's just well. But even if you buy like a regular Silkwood, yeah, one of one, no one else. One will of have one, it, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. Like that to me, like is something I personally love. Um, actually, and then um, I was getting sorry, getting getting pinged here, and I think in um, like speaking of cheetahs, sorry, random, but like, <laughs> have you ever done like a Cheeto based 
jump off like a Cheeto keyboard? Cheeto or Cheetah? Cheeto, like Cheeto, like the orange Cheeto. Like, like I want to hear uh, it. I'll be honest, I don't like Cheetos. <gasps> what about what about a Cheetah based one? What about a Cheetah based one? No, I don't like Cheetah print either. <laughs> what if it was purple and black? Purple and black. It would need to be solid color. The pattern for me is just not for me. I'm not a patterns guy. It has to be random. It's actually one of the big reasons where it's uh, why I'm so big into like resin and stuff recently. Like, oh, like I think a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, like even the headphones. Like I have a knife too, which is resin Super too, resin. which oh, is so you know beautiful. one of one with the Damascus yeah. too. Right. So I I really like this kind of stuff. Which I remember I saw these and this was after I ordered the um the headphones. I'm like, oh, these match my headphones. This is great. I think I'm sorry. I'm getting pinged here on the side. Uh, one second. Um, but so as far as like the, the the headphones themselves, like I mean, you went you've now gone through like a number of them, right? What's your take yeah. on on the I mean the 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 Rad Zero? So I remember going. So there's a shop here in Toronto that's called the Headphone Shop with with an F. Um, awesome shop, by the way. It's beautiful inside there. Awesome owner. Yeah. Um, can't remember his name for the life of me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, such a good experience. I went in there, tried so many things. I ended up buying bravados from him, uh, the Empire Ears, because they. I still really like the Empire Ears bravados. Like they're not the most expensive IEM, but they're also they pack a punch. You gotta try yeah, these at some point, man. Oh, the Odins. No, the, this oh. is yeah, the Odin. Monarchs. It's, oh, this Odin. Odin. This is the Odins. This is the nuttiest. Uh, oh man, don't, don't get me back into IEMs, please. I was eyeing <laughs> canaries today. You're eyeing what? The canaries, I believe they're called. Oh, that's um, yeah. I know those. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. remember the brand, but yeah, they just looked pretty. And then yeah. uh, I went there and I tried a whole bunch of headphones out, like just about everything that they had in that store. And then I'm like, okay, now I got a good idea. And then I remember coming home one day. I don't remember how I stumbled upon these. I think I was looking at like an in between. I was looking at the LCD threes because I'm like, you know what? I still love the LCD twos. And I'm like. Oh, did the did the stream die? No, uh, sorry, that was my fault. I hit uh, I hit a button randomly. Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to minimize okay. another thing, and then that happened. Uh, I was like, I just saw it go black in my other screen. Sorry, that was my fault. Everyone, they, we, you're not losing us. Uh, I hit. I, I was trying to minimize a different window, and I minimized the Zoom window. <laughs> Are we back up? Yeah, we're back up. It, it should, okay. it'll, it'll it'll be minimized for a couple yeah. seconds. Sorry about that. <laughs> so um, I remember I remember looking at the LCD twos and or looking at the LCD twos, and I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll just like do it and buy the lcd threes or lcd fours but i was like man the lcd fours are quite quite expensive and i was like you know what if i'm gonna go in all in and then i remember reading a few reviews about the the um the rad zeros and people were saying that again super subjective people are saying oh it's like an in-between of an lcd and lcd three and four and i was like well damn it i can't try this anywhere like i don't know where to go and try this and i was looking at some people here in canada who are reselling theirs and i remember one guy in particular had a listing, which was like, I'm going to tell a story. This mm-hmm. is a reflection of me. No one else. Um, but he, I messaged him because his listing was like two or three months old. And I said, hey, is this still available? And I get this rude response back saying, of course it's still available. It's still listed. I'm like, I no longer want to shop here, sir. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> some people wow. forget to take down listings. I was asking a question. And, um, yeah, I just, I was so turned off by that. And it was such a nice color this guy had too. And then, um, 
I said, screw it. Let me just go through. I went through, I think I went through, uh, uh, I think I was looking on headphones.ca. And right, they didn't have them with there, right? Because most of them were listening on headphones.com. Uh, and then we, I got in touch with, uh, with, with the boys, you know, and then, then they, they hooked me up with, um, with a, a nice pair of headphones. And then oddly enough, the one that I had picked, which I was like, I wasn't, I'll be honest, I wasn't 100% sold on the color originally, but I was like, I just really want to try these and this color is good enough. Uh, something right. actually happened. I think they actually had used that, that particular headphone and they sent it to someone else, uh -oh. like preemptive, like this whole mix up. I wasn't mad about it. And I was like, cool. I'm going to wait for another color then. I already have the money down. Let's just wait. So uh, Alex like really quickly got me another pair and he showed me a whole bunch and then I'll take so up the headphones. So I won't be we, we, we actually have a bit of a surprise oh, here. Yeah. Oh, okay. An additional person on the, uh, oh. on the live stream. Oh, surprise cool. person. Surprise person. I don't know if you can tell who it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I see. I see. It in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, Alex, I don't know if you can can both Alex's, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Alex, hello. How are you guys? Good, good. How are you, man? Well, How's it going, man? How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Really nice to meet you, Alex. Here, let me get my video going. We're just talking about your headphones. Nice to meet you as well. Yeah. <laughs> good thing oh, you didn't no, say been... anything. Uh... No. <laughs> I've been listening. And... Oh, no. Hold on one sec. As usual, some uh, technical difficulties. So Nature I swear, it's Zoom. I was having the same problems. I'm like, why is it Discord can pick up my camera immediately, but Zoom, I gotta like go through 15 different hoops. <laughs> that is exactly thing. what is happening. That's interesting. Oh, <laughs> lesson learned. Maybe. We... Oh, there he oh, is. There we go. The man, the myth, the legend. There he is. <laughs> oh man, I feel so self-conscious that I don't have like a really cool-looking like yeah, color background. Both, it's just so boring on my gray wall. I like, you guys I like are... your aesthetic, though. Yes. Well, we can, I'm chilling. I mean, I can turn off some lights if you want. To, if you want. No, 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 no. We can make it brighter here. I, I like, I like oh. the the Alex. Uh, both your guys' rooms. I like the 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 background there. The red the and purple. Yeah. Yeah. We match. Hey, I mean, it's appropriate, right? <laughs> I just installed these lights for this, you know. There <laughs> we go. Now kidding. we're blue. <laughs> I can I can throw my my little I can do the little pink action maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, it, it's on a timer, so it just goes through the rainbow. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. So really uh, nice so to meet you, Alex. I wanted to just say hi and, and say thanks for all. I I don't know, man. Uh, you've you've kind of uh, introduced what I'm doing to a whole new crowd, and it's really amazing. Yeah, so man. I, just want, I want to say thanks. It's it's cool too. Like on some real on a real level too. Like. I get so many messages asking me about these headphones and I've had a few people reach out saying like they're saving up to buy them or they bought them. I'm not sure if they did or not, but I always get like those few people that like they think of headphones and they think bows and they cap out at 300 bucks, maybe <laughs> for, for some beats. And then they go up and I, I never tell people how much I spend on my things. So they'll be like, Oh, I'm going to go buy those headphones. Alex makes them look so cool. And they come back to my stream in all caps, like angry. Like I just like killed their dog or something. And they're like, I, I, I see all of those comments. I'm like, Oh, I wish I, I, I wish you understood like how much we put into them. Um, what's great. What's crazy is like, we're quick to spend like a few hundred bucks plus on customizing your keyboard, pass buying the case. But the moment we talk about it, I'm like, no, that stays at $150. Yeah, it's right, right? Certain people stay, yeah. I was just uh, listening earlier, and you mentioned there was a $1,000 keyboard aftermarket. <laughs> I'm just like, that wow. is a bunch, yeah. There, there's some really expensive oh, stuff. That's fascinating. 
Is it really yeah. just, I mean, cause I'm, uh, you're kind of, you've, you've kind of introduced me to this, even though I've had friends and I've, I've had a lot of keyboards. I've just never seen it as my hobby, but, uh, it's so fascinating to me. And I, I'm, I think I'm going to probably get hooked on it. Uh, it appears yeah, the, other, the boys are already hooked on it. And, um, <laughs> I've had friends try and get me into it. I just like, I just, uh, uh, <laughs> like you, I don't, I, I mean, uh, it's weird at I, first. For sure. It is weird, like, but it, it's more like about audio, the environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think from my perspective too, like being into audio first and then being into keyboard second while still being like really into audio, like I'm still looking for a replacement. It's hard because I really like the Marantz HD DAC one. Um, but I think for me, audio is very, like, you put it on your head, you're not looking at it, right? Yeah. Like, you, you look at it when you put it down, and that's where I'm like, ooh, ah, like... Or just pick it up. To put it yeah, on. like, there's, there, there's times where, like, I, whenever someone goes, can I see the headphones? Like, immediately, I'm like, you don't even have to ask twice. I'm going to stop what I'm doing, dropping the keyboard, if it, <laughs> and whatever, let me show off these things. I get to look at them. But I think with keyboard, it's more of like a, it's a sound thing for sure. It's a visual thing, and it's also a feeling thing. So it, right. it mixes a whole bunch of senses. Uh, which I think kind of has like not a one up per se, like it's not better than you know headphone hobby, but uh, there's definitely like you get to you get to look at it more often, right? Right, absolutely. It's tactile. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. For, I mean, that brings up a, like, a subject. You know, like, that's what I love about headphones too, especially when they're beautiful like that, like pieces of art, like where it's like there's a factor <laughs> of picking them up off the the headphone stand, right? Like it's that experience, kind of like people like the vinyl, like people yeah. like get way into vinyl, you know, and they that whole like they rub the vinyl. Like I, there's almost a a, a a system for that with like beautiful headphones too, where you you know like it's that experience of holding them and then putting them on and like yeah. Oh. So, um, I was just gonna say it brings up the the subject of I mean for a long time, I don't think people expect the kind of artistry that. Um, in, in headphones um in that something like you know the 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 rad zero has i mean with all the different custom you know colorways and whatnot and i think there's yeah. a parallel there with keyboards where there's a functional component to it mm -hmm. and that the question of the artistry that might go into it is often not even asked in you know the the customer's mind or in the person who is looking into this kind of stuff it's more about what the function is and now we've gotten to a point with with these where there really is much more conscious effort being put into it and i mm -hmm. i like that yeah. there's now more mm -hmm. attention being drawn to that aspect of it like the artistry aspect of it um so yeah, speaking of that like the well, artistry. It's, it's, oh, yeah go ahead Alex. oh go on tyler sorry oh, okay I, I, i'll go I, I, yeah, yeah, um so i think for me too like being on instagram and like i remember posting some of the earbuds first and i think what people were really drawn to was like the campfires are beautiful looking head uh, iems they are mm -hmm. like they're they're pretty, yeah. but I think more people were kind of in, interested in that kind of like industrial look of the IMR acoustics. And um, when I remember even posting the LCD twos, like people were like, "Man, that's gorgeous!" But you know, the, the wood and, and wood, it's nice if you catch in the right light, you can see the different grades and stuff like that. And you know, the the LCD twos are beautiful headphones, and I, I have them right over here, and they're gorgeous. But I remember looking at um, the Rad Zeros and to kind of like finish up that story from earlier. Um, when I saw this particular colorway, I was like, man, like blues and purples and reds are my thing. And originally, like I wanted to go in and pick like all three of those colors. I'm like, let me just pick one. And uh, the original ones I wanted were blue. And then when we had like uh, the switch over to these ones, I was like, man, this is beautiful. And um, like you were saying too, like the thing that these headphones on top of sounding really good, like uh, they had that intention to detail. Like you have the all chrome, like the chromed out ones too. 
yeah, which I really love. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah. <laughs> He's like stressing these aren't mine, and then uh... <laughs> I have to be very careful with these. Okay, they're they're very precious because the... you want yours. Yeah, I want. Yeah, That's I want the point, mine. right? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. But the thing about these, they're just so beautiful. Like, you know, like, and as someone who's very aesthetic, I was like, man, these are like priced a little bit below the LCD force. Like at the time when I was deciding Mm -hmm. and I was like, these are it. Like, these are the ones. And I remember doing so much before buying and doing so much research and everyone was saying like exactly what I was hoping they'd say. Uh, So I remember going in there with like, if it does not meet this criteria, I probably won't pick it up. And I did. And I picked them up and like, you know, opening them was an experience, like putting them on was an experience. I know some people were complaining they were a little bit heavy, but honestly, like I actually find these a bit more comfy than the LCD twos. And it might be the pads. Like these pads are nicer. The LCD twos made my, my head sweat sometimes. Well, they're also uh, lighter but, than the LCD four by quite a bit. I think the LCD yeah, four yeah. is very heavy. I only tried the LCD four for like 10 minutes at the store, yeah, like yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. So it wasn't like I had them on for hours. Like we do now. <laughs> so, um, so, but yeah, like, these, these were it. And like, yeah, go on. I just want to interrupt just real yeah. quickly because I see a lot of this, the comments about the clamping force and um, clamping force was somewhat intentional because they stretch out. Right. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, yeah, out of the, out of the box, I stretch them a little bit, but it's like um, they're very tight. So, so they're kind of universal, but mm-hmm. you can stretch the band if you want to just, you know, don't put too much pressure on the, the yeah. actual blocks. Mm-hmm. But if, it, if it's too tight, just stretch it out. It's easy. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, like, out of the box, like, they were perfect for mine because I guess maybe I have a slimmer head or something. But they were perfect for me. <laughs> but, uh, but no, they were they were good. Like, I love them. I'm not going to uh, deny they're they're heavier than some headphones, right? There's okay. a lot of magnets, a lot of magnets in there. But I think I don't know. I. They're comfortable for me. Yeah, so. yeah. I think they're it's, it's very rare that I have to shift them because they get a hot spot on the top of my head. Like very rare. And that was something that I was doing because I also have like a whole bunch of other headphones here too. I think one that I kept doing that with. I think I'm gonna go back to the LCD2s. Is like the LCD2s I did that a crap ton with. And I don't have that new carbon fiber band for that one there, which I probably should pick up if I want to continue kind of keeping them on the shelf there and swapping them out here and there. But uh, yeah, it maybe the band too, right? But. I, I, I've I've yet to get a hotspot with these ones. Yeah, either. To be honest, yeah. And I, I mean, I've worn these for. Have they put a dent in your head yet? Yeah, probably. I'm 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 bald. <laughs> maybe even already. Maybe a little. Bit. Got, but that's just from headphone use. Like it's over just a time. general headphone use. It's yeah. Just, yeah I'm, my head is now. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I just was watching some YouTuber and. Tim the Tat Man. Whoever it was, he he realized he had a dent in his head from audio technical. Oh yes, I saw that. That's he freaked out. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so many memes. I probably just have like, one. Of, oh, yeah. I do have one. <laughs> well, the reason I haven't shaved my head yet, I haven't buzzed it. Soon yeah. we'll find out. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to yeah. ask real quick, uh, Alex, to, uh, uh, Rosin, um, like you, the process for like coming up because you have some really cool stories about some of the customs that you've done already. Like that, you do some really cool. Like there was that one that had the ammo box and like some other stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, mean, I can, you guys, I don't know if you can share links on the stream at all. Are you able to in the chat or something? Um, I can share, uh, I can show you a link of, I mean, just yeah, so you yeah, can send it to us and we can, we can, or yeah, just, um, you can, you can paste it in the link and stuff. But yeah, this like, one is, this one is really, uh, really kind of cool. I mean, we've done a lot of, um, you know, custom units for artists that come in or producers or friends, et cetera. Um, well, they'll come mm-hmm. in and they'll actually, I'll, I'll sit there with, like with Taryn and pour, uh, the resin and then um, you know we, we 
do everything in-house. So we build the drivers, we we cut the resin, we polish sand, do the whole the whole thing. Um, but uh, getting a lot more of those, which is really cool. But the one one that I just shared with you is pretty special. It was a um, really nice gentleman uh, hit us up and he said his father just passed and his dad was uh, in uh, World War II as a fighter oh, pilot. Yeah. And um, or just, to. just asked, he wanted us to make something for him. He did, he had some idea, but really he just said, you guys do something I'll, you know, and we work with him the whole time during the process. So he, you know, we get approvals and whatnot. And so we did this and what I shared with you guys is a uh, kind of the finished product. And it, it was, I mean, I have probably the best customer I've ever had, but also the most like happy customer. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it's uh, I'm I'm all about the custom thing and, and working with the clients and and really figuring out what's what's what they're going to enjoy looking at and listening to uh, for at least a few years. Uh, and so that's I don't know it's it's starting to pick up as far as the custom goes and it's been kind of a dream of mine for a while. So it's, it's just really interesting. What really attracted me to what you're doing, Alex, is it's the same thing, it, but. I'm not saying this is new for headphones. IEMs have been doing this for, for a long time and they do it really well. And just some mm -hmm. of the stuff they do yeah. in, in such yeah. a small space is <laughs> crazy. <same> keycaps <laughs> is ridiculous. It's amazing. So um, it's personal audio. And it, for me, I'm, I'm trying to help make it even more personal, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we have keycaps, like single keycaps. So retail that can go for 90 bucks. Speaking right? of bitter honest, is, uh, is in the chat, which like, I want to talk about this too, like the custom key chat. Sorry, go ahead. I started calling. Oh, words. it's just it's literally that actually. Like <laughs> we'll, we'll have these like really cool, either they're 3D printed, they're hand painted. Uh, I know, um, I know they, they actually hand paint. There's actually have them on oh. the desk. And um, some people who resin, resin, uh, do resin shots inside them. So it's this whole world of like these custom keycaps and whatnot too. And there'll be custom keycaps again, aftermarket, and this is, I made this criticism, not criticism, I guess comparison uh, about a week or two ago on, on our show called Keebcast. And um, the thing with headphones is like, you're able to charge what you do and get it done pretty quickly. With, with, with uh, these artisan keycaps, a lot of these key makers probably won't ever make them again. So these collectors will sometimes pay up to, you know, I've seen some stuff go for some crazy prices in artisan keycaps, more than keyboards. Are, right, so I, I have fine, a few that are worth a few hundred dollars too. So, are they fine artist crossovers, or are there are there visual artist crossover in that? That like, okay, well, I'm gonna make some keycaps one offs and and dip in and dip out. Sometimes people do that. Sometimes can some people can make some really cool stuff, maybe appear for six months and then peace out. Uh, but there's one, like one keycap maker I know in particular, Gaff, uh, makes some really cool stuff. Um, and I know his stuff sells for an absolute metric butt ton aftermarket. I know even uh, bro caps, uh, like last pilots, uh, which are based off of like this old avatar, uh, an anime avatar of this girl getting swallowed by a mech. Um, oh. So done in like a key cap form, right? Uh, there's even sometimes like there's key makers or key cap makers who will make like tons of their key caps. And there's like one particular color run that everyone really wants. Um, so those can go for a bit. Like even let me plug this keyboard here and show you. Like these guys, there wasn't too many of these ones made, which are these little like I don't even know what oh, to call wow. them. Like that's pretty space tats and masks yeah. or something. That's really cool. uh, and I've been offered you know a few hundred bucks. There's some like artists you said will cross over and, and mix their two crafts. So, so we had uh, one archetype who makes these um, krakens, 
yeah. uh, or like octopuses. Those are so and then cool. they had one here in Canada, Prime Caps, who did a resin shot of like their 3D print and a resin, I guess, fill of theirs. And they filled it in with this like galaxy fill that they do for some of their stuff. And it was a one-off and I was lucky <laughs> enough that they sent it to me. And like it's it's beautiful. And I don't know if they're ever going to do something like that again, right? So it was like a collab between two artists. And That's awesome. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole other world within keyboards. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Being, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people listening, I'm, at least, I'm assuming a lot of people listening or watching uh, might have the same question, but, and it's a, a question that could be frustrating, but what should I get if I'm beginning in the keyboard world? What's a great starter package or like, what's the, what's the standard where it's like, that's a 650. You should get a 650 because you can't go wrong with a 650. Or, that's actually you know. a question. There's always one. Yeah. Too, so that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> in, my in my opinion, I think the first thing you need to look at is what layout of keyboard would fit your workspace. So for example, will a 65%, which has, you know, four additional keys on the side, plus, you know, your arrow key cluster, will, will that fit your workspace? Will a keyboard, do you need F keys, like the F1 through 12? You know, do you need a numpad? That's Once you can get past like, 60? like that's a TKL, right? TKL, yeah, 10 so that's um, a TKL. What's that? A 10 keyless. Uh, okay. So it's missing the numpad. This yeah. one's 75%. Yeah. Oh, and what I'm God. using here is a 65%, which doesn't have the F keys on top because I never used them. Um, Thanks for sharing. So once you can actually like figure out your layout, then you can go, okay, well, what do I need next? Uh, and what I always recommend for people who are starting, like if you really want to get into it, you can go full solder. You can pick your switches, get someone else to lube them. But if you want to do this yourself, a hot swap board. Uh, Rama actually sells a lot of like these really cool hot swap boards. Uh, and I think they have their U80s. I think maybe it's already over, but it's a TKL. Uh, Rama has a whole bunch that you can pick up. You can even pick up like T um, hot swap kits. And what a hot swap is, is you don't have to solder anything down. So you take your switch and you pop it in the socket. So you yeah, click it in. It. And if you want, you can remove it later without having to disassemble the keyboard. Yeah, I think I and once you get past that point there of kind of like figuring out, do I like this do I like this layout? Do I like this switch? You know, what else do I want? Then you can go to your next step and really get like, you know, an all aluminum case that's anodized really, really well. You know, you can pick up your key cult if you want to spend, you know, the few hundred bucks uh, retail if you happen to win a raffle. Um, or you could buy it aftermarket for, you know, $2,000, right? So there's there's that route afterwards, or you can pick up something even simpler. You can be satisfied with the hot swap, which a lot of people are, right? So it's totally there's totally um, up to you. There's so, also the the question of group buys as well, which um, doesn't exist. Maybe you could in the audio world, right? right? I don't What's know that? if it does. It does do, do group buys exist like in the audio sort world? Sort of, but it's, it's it's a little different on on the custom keyboard stuff. So maybe if you could like yeah. uh, enlighten us on like how some of that stuff works, because well, Mashup does have some of like their Mashup products, yeah. but like. I'll be I'll be honest. Like the way Mastrop handles those, it, it it it's not really like the keyboard group buys. Mm -hmm. So keyboard group buys run like totally different ways, in my opinion. So you can do your standard fulfilled group buy. So you have like one month, and then if you place an order, you're part of you know an unlimited run. And sometimes that keyboard never gets made again after that. Um, then which we have the raffle buys. Sorry, which which part of the keyboard doesn't get made? Like the entire mold, or like just the sometimes keys? the entire case. Mm -hmm. wow. So they'll never produce keys for you. It's just a PCB usually in in, uh, in a case. Then you put so your own. You have to buy yeah. all your own like, um, stuff. That's amazing. 
right. yeah cool. so sometimes, sometimes only a thousand of these get made or even 500 sometimes even 200 and then never again by the face gone up the face of the earth they're never making them again so it's like a pre-order um, list basically kind of yeah but a group and then the, the next part is raffles which for example the plume that I, I showed you just now that one there i think had 50 there was only 50 of these ever made or i have another one that's called the 512 uh from from texas uh, by a maker called ATXKB who only made 20 of them. Mm-hmm. And you have to win a raffle to win your chance to purchase, just like the Good. key cult. You have to win a raffle to win your, your chance to purchase a round of these keyboards. Got Sometimes it. it's a round, so they'll do it like you know every six months or whatever it is. Sometimes it's once and one and done. So the 512, for example, is only 20 of those in existence. I have nice. one in my shelf over there, and it's never going to be made again. Um, so that's the the interesting thing about the keyboards, because you're really you're not really buying like the hardware is not so drastically different. It's that it's kind of like in the audio world. Yeah, like a PCB can only do so many things. It, you register the key clicks, and you know sometimes there's some LEDs on them, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. With audio, I think it's more personal. So sometimes it's worth to kind of like invest in in an audio signature and then build upon that audio signature and create a whole line of this stuff. But with with keyboards, it's sometimes about the, the, what's the next hype case. Mm-hmm. Right. right. How is your PCB and your keycaps? And it's all interchangeable sometimes. So it can get really confusing. But... Did I hear that there's point-to-point uh, soldering, or is it just point to the PCB? Like, uh, oh, sorry. I must have misunderstood uh, how they actually work. Uh, can you, do you have to solder each actual uh, key, uh, key button, I guess? Switch? Yes. Yeah. So there's little legs in the bottom of these. These little Got two it. pins. Amazing. You solder those two pins into uh, your PCB, and you're usually good to go. As long as you level it correctly and your PCB's working and the traces, there's no damage to the traces and stuff like that, you're good to go. I've got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. But that's only Come if on. you're using mechanical switches too, right? Because you can also <laughs> still do like the like rubber dome stuff or like there's other different, yeah, there's different styles. Style, yeah. I've never built one of the like membrane or like keyboards. Electrocapacitive. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I've got a there, Logitech here working with the Logitech. <laughs> How about mice? Do they have do they have hey. like a yeah, there, there's Logitech, a whole Logitech custom mic scene as well. I mean, which I, have, I, have a, I have zero clue about. So. I have yeah. a cool gaming mouse with LEDs and yeah, you know, it has I a have... turbo button where I hit the turbo button. <laughs> I, I actually just got rid of my my custom mouse. I, I prefer this Logitech one. It did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also yeah. on the Logitech train for mice. It's too yeah. bad their keyboards aren't, aren't you know. Just <laughs> yeah. well, we're, we're slowly seeing Logitech creep into the high-end scene. Logitech yeah. released their, well, not released, they collabed with Herman Miller on those chairs. I saw that. That was very fascinating. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be very long until Logitech moves into that. I mean, they, what, they acquired Blue. Didn't they acquire Blue? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They I remember the, 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 the Logitech owns Blue Astro. Um, yeah, what else they own? That's the microphone. Oh, uh, Stream Deck too. I think didn't they buy Stream Deck or was that who bought Stream Deck? Uh, Somebody bought sure. Stream Deck recently too. Yeah, it wouldn't I think, surprise I think so. me. Oh, Corsair, I wouldn't be surprised. Corsair, if they I think moved Corsair into, like, bought. I think Corsair bought Stream Deck. Like I don't see Corsair moving yeah. into like audio or keyboards. Oh, go on, sorry, Alex. Um, don't want to interrupt. Uh, keep going with <laughs> with what you were saying. Oh, I was, in, I was literally just going to finish there. I just don't see them moving into keyboards or mm-hmm. audio as, as fast. He, 
do you see brands like to me when i look at the keyboard or the custom keyboard world or artisan keyboard world uh, it appears that it's still underground and it still is kind of a very niche thing and kind of like unless you're interested in it, you're not going to know about it but do you see some of the you know the big brands starting to pay attention to that similar to logitech but yeah actually doing yeah. like collabs and trying to swoop in on it and does that is that something that the i guess the community uh, welcomes or is it like eh, we you know stay out of here so, so i mean I, in my honest opinion i think sometimes it can be split especially for some people who are just like i don't mean to be rude to them but they, they feel like this need to protect, I guess, part yeah. of the hobby, which mm. in my opinion, like if there's change, whether it be bad or good, it's, it's good to experience something and then grow from it regardless yeah. of what it is. Cause that can also help you grow as a, you know, a person or a brand. Um, so for example, recently we had um, glorious gaming master race or whatever yeah. mm -hmm. the brand is uh, they moved in and they actually picked up, uh, you know, they, they're starting to make switches now too, which they, they made some like hot swap keyboards um i don't there. doubt yeah there was some controversy with like a trademark there or something but again it's, it's all back and stuff that the the average person will have to work but worry about but you're very right in the part part where it is it does feel underground where people care a lot about like smaller brands and venues uh, my thing just like audio is we're gonna have the apples we're gonna have like the the Bose, the Sennheisers, where it's like very mass marketable, and the average person doesn't want to think about the the headphones they're buying, like Skull Candy, for example. Um, they'll go out and buy like a fifty or hundred dollar headphone or keyboard. I think that's always going to be a thing, but I think just like the audio world has like very boutique sections of it too. I think that eventually keyboards will move into yes, you can buy a custom keyboard off the shelf and maybe do right. a whole bunch to it and be cool with it. But there's always going to be like, well, if you want the boutique stuff, do you want the visit real stuff? Visit this forum. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of like, if I go, if I go to the real headphones. I think like, if you if you talk to someone about, what did, what does Apple carry? The, the planar IAMs, right? I think they carry those what? in the stores now. Oh, what, no, Apple? they got rid of everything. They're no longer, they got Did rid they... of all of it. Yeah, only thing they're going to store in their stores is uh, the AirPods, anything AirPods, uh, Beats, oh. yeah. They I got, thought they still had those planar no, no, IAMs. Just, just last week, they announced they've wiped, they removed everything. I didn't even oh. need planar IAMs. This is news to me. <laughs> yeah, they have the ones from, um, I don't remember the model number of them. Do you know it, Tyler? I don't. I can't think. I, know, I think I remember what you're talking about, but it was like, it was like the crazy looking little things, right? Like the... Um, was it like an odd, like a Odyssey kind of planar? Yeah, like that? I signed. Yeah, yeah. I signed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I signed. Yeah, yeah, they had the cipher cable. The I'm cipher like, cable wait, are they guys talking about? Oh, that? so they were a yeah. deep. Okay, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> I, was like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of like earbuds. I'm like, pretty sure. What? <laughs> I, thought, I thought Apple. Yeah, I know I, this I, one. I think they they carried them in the store. They did for a little bit. I do recall that. Yeah, yeah. Because they had this. They were made specifically with the Apple. With the Apple, whatever the cable was. Yeah. And then um, I think people might, you know, because it's, you know, in a big, you know, retail store might recognize that name brand. But there's, there's definitely like a lot of people I go up to for audio who are like really big in audio. And I'm like, oh, so, you know, like if, if I mention this other brand, like even even um, Campfire, which I think is a pretty popular one these days, too, mm -hmm. they'll have no idea. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing, but it's like, again, it's that boutique world versus the, the mass marketable world, right? And, and I think it's going to be dollars. exactly yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's really um, pay to pay to get to eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think but I, I mean, think it's also like it's it's my my always thing in the way, way I take photos too isn't so much like 
put it on a backdrop, you know, make, make this keyboard look really good with all these spotlights type thing. Like my lighting setup, my room's like pretty natural. Like when I'm, when I'm streaming, obviously it's not too natural. Um, but when I take photos, it's, it's, you know, one key light plus mm -hmm. natural light coming in from the window. Um, and being able to show someone how it looks in like a real world environment, mm -hmm. just like the headphones kind of makes it seem more attainable mm -hmm. and more personal. Right. And that's usually my goal with, with, with photos. Because um, again, because I've grown so old of like the sterile photos yeah, and make it on a white background or have like all this bouquet and make it look so good. Like, like for me, it's just like not my thing anymore. I want it like how my eye actually looks at this thing. Like, mm -hmm. you know, adds a little bit of flair here and there. Sure. But I, I want to see what it looks like on a real desk. Like the story. Like, I think I that's more story behind it, right? Yeah. Like I want to know. And I think that's where I think that's mm -hmm. where a lot of the boutique stuff and even. I think people get invested with artists and stuff in the keyboard world and, and personalizing your destiny and revolving around that theme is like, what's the story behind it? And I think, I think more and more people are getting into, Oh, I want to learn about this and I want to know how this is someone's opposed to, well, this is just another desktop that some guy at some mass marketing firm put together. And yeah. great. Like my desk is never going to look like this. That's why I keep lots of random like, – because there is lots of random junk. I got like six bags of candy on my desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, and, I mean, a, of, a good point, right? And a Nobody lot of the gets... times like, I'll, take, I'll take photos of those in the background or like I have mm -hmm. my girlfriend's pins all over my desk. And like I'll just take photos of it because that's my desk. Like why would I yeah. change it for? It's not me there's, being lazy. Like I'll, I'll organize it a little bit to make it look pretty. But she's in there's, really uh... make it bed though, dude. You really got to make that bed back there. That's my scheme. That's my scheme. Yeah, that's that's, uh, bed, man, it really throws me off, dude. <laughs> that's my <laughs> But see, like, like that. I mean, that idea about you know, with the photo and the uniqueness factor, or the yeah. one of a kindness factor of well, whether it's the headphones or the keyboard, um, n nobody gets excited about the story of a Microsoft of a generic Microsoft keyboard. Right, no, I mean, it, or very few. There maybe there is no story, right? It just is a keyboard. But as soon as there's like the that additional component to it that's recognizable, there's there's a uh, a much more personalized story to it. Like like you're saying, I mean, now it's, there's the question when you're being drawn into the photo, um, you know, whose is this, and and what's sort of like, yeah. where did this come from, or what was mm -hmm. the design inspiration for this? A lot of the question I get is like, how. So, for example, yeah. I remember posting a pair of – I remember posting the um, the Rad Zeros on a bunch of my photos, and I got, like, DMs and go, where? Like, where and how? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, what makes this unique? Like, and a lot of times, like, there's some questions. Like, there's – I remember – usually when I post something new, like, the knife, too, when I posted the knife, like, I got so many questions about this. Beautiful. And it's, like, sometimes it's, it's tough to answer, like, a repetitive question, so I'll make, like, a generic response or something. Uh, and I'll try to, you know, try to answer everybody that I can. But um, a lot of these things, like, for example, some people are like, well, I want the one that you have. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, you can ask for, like, same colors, but, like, you can get it and it's the same thing with, yeah. yeah, and it's the same thing with these, too. It's, like, the, the knives that are different, like, they want this one. And I'm like, I, like, I unfortunately don't make these things, so I don't know if you can get the exact same one, right? But, like, but it, it's, it's a lot of... Yeah, and it's a lot of like hows and, and where. That's that's mm -hmm. usually the questions I get. And then once they get invested, they'll go, what are your honest thoughts? Right. And I'm, I'm always one to be transparent with everything, right? So yeah. well, my thought I wouldn't is, use something is, I didn't like. It, I was say, it, I own it. So that's my honest opinion yeah. of it. <laughs> All right. And, 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 and just so like you guys know too, like even on my keyboard stream, like I purposely don't go and look for sponsors or don't have sponsors because I, I want – 
it to be you know from my consumer level like i buy most of the stuff i have mm-hmm. if not like all of it there's right. very few things that i've received right mm-hmm. uh, because i want my like if i'm dissatisfied with my purchase it, it hits different when you're given a free item and, and you're like oh this kind of sucks whatever it was free yeah but when you're spending like 500 600 dollars on it's something personal custom and it's yeah, and it sucks. And then I remember the one time I actually got super disappointed. It was a keyword called the Matrix Noah. And we got to the sound test and like my face just dropped. I'm like, this keyboard sounds like ass. And <laughs> you know, you just spent all this money on it. And I'm like, Great. I don't want this on my desk anymore. Was it based right? on so like, people's recommendation that you bought it or what was sort of the Ah, uh, there was a lot of hype behind it okay. and it was an overseas board, so I don't think a lot of people like post a lot of reviews at the time that I had picked it up, but Right. I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> I think that it's exists in the world it. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's been a few headphones I've been disappointed in. I remember picking up this. I don't even remember. There was a, it was a Chai Fi one, and I picked it up, and I was like, oh, there's a lot of drivers in here. It must be good. Oh, this is when I first started getting yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, cool. This has like eight balance armatures in it. I'm like, cool. Let me buy this one here. This thing. How did they yeah. fit this? <laughs> <laughs> this one here is 20 in each year. And then, um, you try it, and it's like, eh, this is nothing special. Right. right. At least it's not like, um, ah, ah, ah. I, <laughs> then that's a problem. <laughs> I want to uh, ask both of you guys, uh, the, or I guess all three, <laughs> um, the the notion of, um, you were talking about this earlier, about, you know, the what pushes something to be more boutique versus, you know, is there a chance that any of this more, let's, let's call it boutique stuff becomes more mainstream. And is there an element of if it were to be, if there were to be more eyes on it, it and more, you know, let's say available um, for whether it's keyboards or headphones, does that take away in your opinion, some of the one of a kindness or uniqueness factor that a lot of people are interested in it for? Or do you think that wouldn't matter as much? Or is there a cadence or yeah, what's for you guys' take on that? That's a tough one. Me or sure, yeah, both. Okay, yeah. Go first, yeah. <laughs> Whoever. I, uh, I have more of a hippie kind of point of view on a lot of things. I guess you could say, or, or just, I don't know what you call it, but uh, I think that often you can feel, uh, you can feel if something's mass produced by machines or you know mass yeah. injection molded, where it's just like it, there is no soul put into that piece of material whatever you can call it you know i think mm-hmm. in a lot of headphones you definitely feel the people that are putting them together mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so for me mass produced yeah maybe stuff that's mass produced uh, people kind of you know say is not as good I, I don't feel that way but i can definitely feel a difference between something that's made by four thousand people um or two you know mm-hmm. what i mean so yeah I, I think i'm on that same level I'm, i, I, I think it's I think it's very much the mass-produced thing that you're saying. Hippies? Yeah. Cool. I don't know if that's hippie, but it's just more of kind of a, a feeling thing. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my favorite headphones currently uh, are... That you, you know, own. That I own currently <laughs> are just that, right? They're hand handmade, handcrafted. By a good guy. By a good dude. Good guy. Yeah, super chill, yeah, super so nice that's, guy. That's the other part of it is like, like you know the person. Yeah, like yeah. super and awesome. Yeah it's still a very small community that mm-hmm. we're in so yeah you know. yeah i think for me it's like it's exactly what alex said it's it's the it's the mass manufactured versus the handmade mm-hmm. but i also think too a lot of people like it's human nature to especially in the, the age of social media oh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's very important for people to feel unique yes yeah. i am no exception to that rule 
I, I want to feel unique too. I want to um, feel generic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only person, so I'm all about it, man. There's, there's <laughs> people, there's people who want to blend in, right? There's people who want to blend in. I'm just kidding. It's very, it's very, you have to be very, like, I guess, aware that people do want to feel like I am different from the next person. This, mm-hmm. this is me. Mm-hmm, and I think yeah. it's this whole sense of individualization why one-off products, kind of like the carb knives, mm-hmm. the Rad Zeros, and a lot of like other resin poured products are becoming more popular, or etched products, or why Apple mm-hmm. offers engravings on things. It, it offers people even the smallest chance to have some individualism mm-hmm. with their, you know, their, their products. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like I'll go back to campfires because they're let's just say there were all those green colors and they mm-hmm. everyone owned one in the world. I still I think like it would feel drama, special yeah. because it's. Yeah, like the Andromeda is would, would feel would feel special because they're still handmade yeah. and they're, they're such a good product, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also that other level of two where people are like, well, I want to customize my mask, right. like a, a product mm-hmm. that everyone has. So <laughs> I think it is that that human nature to be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a bad thing. I think some people, you know, will go to great lengths for that, and that's totally on them as long as they're not hurting anyone doing it. By all means, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's good. Even IEMs. So you guys, this one. Those this are, is the, the monarchs. Yeah, yeah, the monarch. Oh, yeah, those, those are cool, are amazing. Yeah, they look. I wish, I wish I could get closer to the camera here. <laughs> I'm getting this closer. Bump, I can see it. <laughs> this bump. Oh, oh those are yeah. iron. My bad. Uh, <laughs> but I think, I think it's all of that. I think, I think it's really just it's, it's that whole individualism and uniqueness that people want and, and strive for. And and that's why, like, when I show, I have a, a friend of mine who she's actually going to be probably co- contacting Alex soon too. She uh, <laughs> she streams and whatnot as well, and she wants us like cyberpunk themed one that has like really bright yellows um i know she's just busy doing some other stuff right now we we built the keyword for her and we just got her hooked up with like this bright neon yellow plus dark blues so i know she she's been like she's like should i should i, should I contact them now i'm like contact whenever i already, i think i dm'd you Alex. yeah you did <laughs> and then um i'm like contact them whenever she's like i'm kind of nervous these are expensive i'm like yeah <laughs> they're, they're pretty expensive but it's like it's one of those things where it's like people really want the individualism and she mm-hmm. like you know she made like a brand off you know she she makes shoes um so it's it's a lot of individualism people want uniqueness mm-hmm. and i think it's a great thing right yeah, i think I, it's 100%. this is uh kind of like the the personalized space is part of yeah personal expression right? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's a really cool way of thinking about it i think um and, and, and oh sorry so so sorry to interrupt go ahead good. no i interrupted i'm sorry nope my thought was finished <laughs> it's like, i yeah. thought so that's why i interrupted <laughs> there you go <laughs> just keep it going yeah. i was actually wondering how long this this stream is or how long you guys usually do this um, oh yeah we're into it about we're about uh, an hour just over an hour now but we usually do about all right 73 minutes so yeah we do about an hour, hour, and, a half. hour and a half usually yeah so we're coming Sweet. up on the end of it here yeah well then i'm gonna go backwards a little bit mm-hmm. into what you were just saying alex and uh based on everything you said i'd love to i'd love to make you a custom one that you and i work together and make one together that'd be cool so that'd be cool that's actually the headphone headphone boys uh invited me here so i could actually we could give that to you <laughs> that'd be as, cool man that'd be appreciated well we're that'd gonna do cool. it and uh hopefully we can document the whole process and share it along the way and whatnot yeah man but, yeah, uh, I, I think I think it's been like so cool, like showing people audio as well as keyboards, as well as like, like the audio thing. Like I said, I actually got into audio first before keyboards. And what's with the weirdest story about that to kind of like interject with some stuff too is, one of the guys who sells keyboards, I actually used to know because he, he used to sell cables. 
Like he used to <laughs> make cables, cables for audio. And now no, um he now goes by Desk Hero. He was Hive Mind Cables, if you guys remember. Oh yeah, that. I know Hive Mind, yeah. Yeah. So that was like the weirdest thing. I remember like transitioning. That's in Canada. Like, a, that's one of the yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> no way. That's so weird. Like yeah. what a small world of, of niche hobbies, but it, it's crazy. And yeah, I, I love showing people like this stuff like this. It's been crazy. Like I, 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 so, I it's been been mind blowing to me. Well, so I appreciate it. I think that I think that you've um, introduced a few customers to me, but I can never tell because it. Um, I know it's, always, it's always hard. Yeah. Well, it's none of my business how they found me. <laughs> yeah. um, but I appreciate it and um, appreciate Thanks, all man. the pictures and just everything you've done to like help it promote what I'm doing because uh, I don't know if anybody knows or notices, but I don't spend much on advertising really <laughs> at all. So it's all just word of mouth and um, uh, yeah, it's, it's starting to go well. So I'm stoked and I'd be happy to kind of document going through it with you. Uh, you don't cool. have to document, but you do have to start thinking about what colors you want, and I'll send you our custom order form uh, sure. just to give you some ideas. But uh, I want to make something that you're going to be stoked on. So maybe, Cool. I'm down we, for that, Maybe man. we can uh, add one of the uh, pins from Celestial Fox that has the Alex Otos in there and have it be embedded in the – that'd be kind of – sorry. Would there, um, be enough room, would there be enough room for that, I wonder? That'd be cool. We could, but... we could, I've, I've already started thinking about it. I was, I was like, we should just make one that's all keycaps and – yeah, that goes. <laughs> what are they? Switches? Spell switches, out Alex right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I made it for you. Don't worry. <laughs> you don't have to customize it. I got you. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Alex Otos, number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Toronto on the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Toronto. Repping Toronto. Um, what is the space? Uh, just to bring it up, I see posting about space cables. Yeah. What is that? So. Long, long, short story, I guess, I guess making the long story short, when I first started taking photos about keyboards, like I had like 400 followers, which is mostly friends and family. I posted photos of a tofu keyboard that I got. And one of the photos just went like it blew up. And at the same time, like the hobby was different, I guess, a year ago, even compared to now. And I need I wanted these custom cables. Do I have one like that's not? I wanted these like coiled custom cables, you know, I wanted some of these and everyone at the time, like zap cables and some of the other big cable makers, they were all like back ordered for months. Crazy. And I was like, well, I'm never going to get one of these. And I don't have the patience to wait for like six months for a cable. And then, um, I get, I get DM by this guy, space cables. He's like, Hey dude, I'm brand new to making cables. You're going to be like my fourth customer. Do you want one? I was like, Amazing. hell yeah, I want one. And then that actually sparked a huge friendship between the two of us. So we actually, like, that was a few days into, I guess, my post going, like, a little, I stayed viral, but I had, like, 800, 900 likes. And that was, like, a big That's deal. That's viral, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then um, we, t we did some more stuff. And then, like, a lot of my photos started getting, like, a lot of traction, more, more so then than now because it was newer. Like, some of them were going, like, 25,000 likes with 750,000 views. And um, it was like crazy to me. And, and Regan, who runs Space Cables, he was growing too at the same time. And he's doing a lot of different stuff now. He's doing like, he's trying to do not budget per se, I guess budget, but like these budget acrylic cases, which I helped him design this this cool little That's back cool. kind of a uh, laser engraving here. But these layered acrylic cases, he's growing too with like his operation. He has a whole team now making these cables, which not a lot of other people do. Um, so he's grown a crap ton. He's making cables for people like, Tifu, who, you know, is a big video game stream streamer and whatnot too, 
and um, he has stuff on drop. He has a whole bunch of cool things going for him. And it's just interesting that we literally started at the exact same time. And I still have my receipt from him that says I was invoice number four. <laughs> so I, I, know, I can always be like, by the way, Reagan. The, the question was there. You're a partner now. Yeah. That's what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah. Early adult. Where's my cut? That's what I thought. <laughs> That's why I brought See, it up. <laughs> the, the, the question about the keyboard cables, in my mind, is does it make them sound better? <laughs> no. And I've told people this a million times, too. The only benefit you can get from these custom cables over aesthetics is sometimes you can get these hot swap plugs, which Ooh. you guys are... Yeah, those are really this cool. Is a, this the is BNC a, style club, uh, plug. Kind of. Yeah, you plug them in and out. That way there, if you have different ends, so this is a Type-C, so if some, something uses a mini or just something yeah. uses some random one that you got customized for... You don't have to rewire your entire setup. You can just hot swap them in and out. That's like the real reason you get these. Um, but it, I got a lot of people buy them for aesthetics. Is there yeah. any influence for that kind of stuff on like uh, uh, like Encro? Like, do people worry about that with the custom keyboard world? Or not really? I think yeah. I think the only thing people worry about nowadays is like the fake stuff. Like a lot of people have been on this like fake thing, which is great. We shouldn't sell fakes. Uh, but like there's fake limo connectors. This is not. Yeah. A limo. Okay. I got you. Right. So there, there's there's fake there's fake limo connectors because limo's a brand that's trademarked. Yeah. I think that's still patented they're for a lot expensive. of things. They're expensive. Yes, they're extremely they're very... expensive. Yeah. No. Like we use them at our work too, I believe. Um, or pe- not we use them, but people that we sell people like medical things use them. Armies use them for stuff. They're amazing. Um, there's a they're lot of expensive. cool things that. Yeah, like uh, nowadays too, the cable makers are engraving the aviator parts. So wow. the larger connectors, which I don't have on my desk right now, um, they're seracoding them, which is really cool. Uh, even keyboards are going through seracoding too, which there's a whole lot of customization you can do to your cables too. But they don't they don't per- affect performance at it's all. Purely as the no improved latencies. <laughs> I was just gonna say <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. Yeah. Some convenience this at the cable. end of the day for you to hot swap. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Changed my whole my whole outlook here. Well, and the funny thing is, I remember before COVID started, I was out, and it was at one of the keyboard conventions, and I was waiting, and I had one of my keyboards in my hands because I didn't have enough cases for some of the keyboards I was bringing. Because uh, at the time, I, like, I only owned one case. And I remember a kid saying, like, he was into the hobby, too. Like, he passed me. And it was, like, cool to see other people, like, passing me and, you know, saying, like, oh, mom, he has a custom, cable- or custom keyboard. And, he- and I remember even hearing him say something about he his next thing was he wanted a custom cable because it improves this for his game. And it's, like, I don't know where he got this idea from, but, like, it's it's just interesting to peep things that kids will tell their parents, <laughs> like, get them to buy stuff. Maybe no, that I was the selling this. point. I need this. Yeah. Like, he's going to make me good, better. He's going to be a good salesman when he grows up. I just know that. He sold his mom with that cable that day. He definitely needs it. Yeah. I need this. This is the thing. Yeah. You understand. Yeah. You're yeah. ruining my life if you don't get this for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, a, it's definitely an interesting world. It's cool mingling the two hobbies, too. Like, it's... Like, like I said, I think my next step is, uh, of uh, the next piece of equipment for audio that I want is... I wouldn't mind going with some tubes, but I don't have the room on my desk. That's so, the big problem. Uh, so if we're yeah. kind of going a little full circle too back. Like, so one of the things that I always do whenever I order something, especially because most of the stuff I order is usually boutique stuff, like handcrafted um, stuff. Yeah. And so I actually just recently got one of the last uh, ECP um, T4s, which is a tube hybrid. And nice. uh, so, and I asked Tom very nicely, I was like, 
can you add some purple stuff to it? <laughs> and so he, instead of having the, because they, they classically have a little orange LED underneath the, yeah. that lights up the back. And so, here, don't mind the mess. My desk is pretty trashed right did, now. Did he make that specifically? Like, they ma- made that for oh, you specifically? awesome. Yeah, so it's a, there's the, it's the ECBT4. Wow, your desk is a mess. My desk is a mess. I you should see mine, man. <laughs> but uh, you can see it right I there. Don't, I don't do that. Cause... So that's, yeah, so that's the purple LED underneath the, the thing. And normally it's uh, an orange one. So, uh, so, awesome. so I always, I will always ask, uh, it, and I, cause I expect the answer to be no. And so, it doesn't hurt anybody to ask at the end of the nope. day for a little bit. Of I want to get custom purple on the measurement rig <laughs> nice. so we can is that, custom light. Is that Holly <laughs> Vander? Is that Holly, Vander Holyfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I need some actually, pizza. <laughs> I, I should ask Alex, Alex Rawson. Um, have you played around with any tubes for the for the Red Zero? That's something I never got a chance to do. Was yeah, that... I mean, I, I haven't. Uh... It's been years since I sat down and like rolled uh, or just sure. messed around with tubes. But uh, I do. I one of my favorite amps is a Malval from Germany, and it's got it's got a ton of tubes in it, and it's cool. Uh, so yes, I guess I've messed around with tubes with the Red Zero with basically anything that I can. I'll, I'd love to hear the difference. Yeah, but it's more, but we um, we tried a so my one of the presidents at our company he. Uh, he actually loves amps. He builds his own. Yeah, this is and, a great story. Whoa. Yeah. So he doesn't have good headphones. In my like, he has like a really generic, like off the shelf Best Buy pair of Audio Technica. So when I say good, I mean like they're good, but they're not like they're not sure. audiophile. I, I don't know. Without sounding like rude or too prestigious, they're not like this level. And um, I remember I brought the LCDs and I brought the Red Zeros, and. He brought in one of his like favorite tube amps that he built himself, like one of one. Like this thing was crazy looking, and he, he plugs it in. We plug in the LCD twos, and like the LCD twos are good. I put them in this thing, and I'm like, my God, why does this sound so fucking good for? Like this is <laughs> nice. And then I, and then he put it on. He was just smiling ear to ear. And then we tried these ones, and it was like the same, like the same thing. I'm like, Jesus. And they just like for me, like I'm a bass guy. Um, but not to the point where I don't like thumping bass, I like you know, like the ooey gooey kind of bass. Uh, and I put those in, I'm like, Can I have this? Can I buy this off of you? And he's like, No, yeah. And he's and he's just and he was just smiling and he's like, I need to get me a pair of these headphones. And then he he loved it, like, and it was just incredible. I I don't know what the hell he put in the thing, I don't know anything about the two. He he was designed, he designed the PCB, he designed everything. And cool. he's like an engineer, right? So he he just built something for himself, and I'm like, my God, this sounded incredible. That's super cool. a good picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's a little bit like the uh, you, you get kind of close to that with like the bottlehead stuff, where bottlehead or they send you there, and then you, you make yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Or bottlehead you build yourself. Yeah, I have my bottlehead over here still, but yeah. that's like a pure OTL, which is like uh, the the point to point solder style, and that's oof, that does not. Play. I, I've it's very rare for a planner to work really nicely with a point-to-point OTL. <laughs> well, and that's what I remember because I was asking Tyler to it. I believe I was asking Tyler. Um, I was like, what should I use for, for planar for tubes? And that was like the right after I had tried or, his. Or, or high, yeah. And I had no idea like what, what he used. I don't know what he used in his. All I know is there was a bit of humming when he turned it on. Like, again, <laughs> it was like purely made by him. He had shown me even prior to him bringing it in. He was showing me like schematics he had. 
Mm-hmm. And like I look at this thing, and it's like a four night. I'm like, oh, that looks great, man. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. But <laughs> and and then uh, he brought it in. I'm like, my god, like this sounded great. It sounded. And that, that's what me. Mom, that's why I go to Tyler. I'm like, can I? Can you recommend me good too, man? So I'm trying to replicate that sound. And I, I currently, so I love these off of the T4. Um, but we also have Marcello, who's uh, he took the pictures for Instagram for headphones. He's in chat now. He's been using the Lear Three, I believe, and he loves it. Like he he's fallen in love with the Rad Zero to the point where he's like, I need to sell everything and just get. The- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I mean, like that's but and he loves it with the Lear Three. So that's that's a, sh- a shit hybrid tube amp. So like a hybrid tube amp or a set um, single triode. Yeah, like, single is, triode. Yeah. yeah, single triode is what you'd probably want for these because because it, it 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 doesn't push too much power to where they're like you know it's that's all you're worried about so the hybrids yeah. and the sets set tube amps are usually the uh open transformalist stuff works best with like high impedance dynamics mm-hmm. that's been yeah. my experience and then yeah but i mean this is this is the thing i was going to mention one of the nice things about the the rad zero is that even if running it off of a solid state amplifier it retains it gives you many of those kind of characteristics yeah. that you look for when yeah. you, when you are is, pairing with what, the tube amp. which like is why it's so hard to kind of sound yeah. Yeah. To get rid of the HD DAC one. It's just it's a nice unit. The HD DAC one. It hasn't let me down at all. I have I have um some Arkham stuff downstairs too, which was like I had some nice finds with those, and I was like, man, yeah. these are nice. And I, I plugged it into that, and it sounds similar. Like the, the, the Arkham amp, for example, the one that I have is a really nice solid state amp. But the the, the Marantz HD one is just like all together, and I can just keep it on yeah. the desk, and it's not like three things I need to stack up on top of each other. So. So, so, I, I see gonna, some questions in the chat. Yeah, I was gonna say gonna... there's a couple things like ant, uh, so I'm gonna ask the ant has a good point. The Felix stuff is really fantastic OTL with planars too. For whatever reason, okay. they actually work for with with which is we I don't I don't know why, but they just magic. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, resolve. Uh, I think P for Fa had a good question. Yeah. Uh, so what is Rossin's go-to amp? Oh, come on. <laughs> that's, that's from the chat. I'm just saying it's from the chat. What's people my want to know? Okay, right now, right now, what's like... If, sure. It's often that uh, I don't care what amp it is. I want to. I just want to hear what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. But if I'm sitting down to enjoy myself or trying to enjoy myself and just enjoy music and listen, I've really been enjoying the Neve, uh, the new Neve, uh, the Fidelis. Uh, Fidelis, jacking. yeah. I mean, it's... I couldn't afford it, but it's there's something about that thing that just makes me get stuck in the seat, and I want to listen like I haven't listened before, and it, it's really a, yeah. a, a, an amazing experience, at least for me personally, because I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, we did yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that was my experience so, with it as well. Yeah, I really enjoyed but, it as well when I had it. But I like to plug it into phones. I like, you know, I, mm-hmm. often I have a Mackie big knob here with a SPL Crimson. Um, what else? I have a Dark Star, a Ray Samuel's Dark Star. Oh, that thing's mm-hmm. nice. I like that one. Bioelectric. Uh, as far as like DAC amps, I have a MyTech. I love MyTech stuff as far as DACs. Um, what else? Gosh, uh, I have uh, that Malvalve that I was talking about. That's right. there's. If you're asking me, like, what are my, what amps do I gravitate towards? Not that I think are best or anything like sure. that. Your it's personal like, preference, kind of thing. What yeah. I have yeah. in my arsenal. The Neve, Malvalve, and probably that Dark Star are just amazing amps. Cool. Um, but if I were 
if I were out to go buy one and I was like, what's the best value other than shit stuff, which is amazing, the highest value you can get in audio world, in my opinion, um, that's up a notch, uh, not audio, whatever, you guys know what shit is. I know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, got head amp. Uh, their Gilmore mm-hmm. MK2 mm-hmm. is a is a beast of an amp for for the price, and it's just I don't know. When I first heard that, I was like, "Damn, that is some power!" And it's really well done. So amazing work from Justin over at Head Amp. Uh, cool. But I'm one of those guys that kind of like, can you just give me a signal so I can hear what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, I think I went it's, through my skill. Yeah. Um, there are some beautiful amps out there and I love amps and I love getting the time to sit down and actually enjoy and listen, but uh, it's been rare lately. Yeah. I find it's like that with keyboards to loop it back to that too. I get a lot of questions about like, like the particular sounds or, you know, profiles of keyboards and stuff like that. And a lot of the times, like my answer is if you guys are using this on like a daily basis and you're using this to get work done, or you, like you said, using this just to listen to things, you guys will never notice some of the like the minute differences between like some amps and stuff like that too that you're paying like x amount of extra dollars for just like switches and stuff for keyboards sometimes you don't feel it you don't mm-hmm. like you're you're busy doing other stuff yeah. a lot of like the audio stuff and even some of the, some of the keyboard sounds not feeling but sound comes from like critically listen which right. you're rarely doing unless you're like you said sitting down to enjoy yourself or and some people do like I like the sound of keyboards so sometimes I when I'm writing. I'll turn off my music just to listen to the keyboard, uh, which sounds weird, but I do that. But right. um, it, it's the same thing with that. Like, if I were to go now and change my Marantz to my Arkham, even I have like one of those little iFi cheapy ones. Sometimes you, you like they all get driven. Like it powers the headphone, and if I'm not critically listening, it's just music going on in the background, right? Mm-hmm. That, that brings up you a really interesting point. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Alex. Go if on. you don't play, if you're not listening so loud, it's like okay, well you not you can't really yeah. Yes, a, a, sig- a characteristic of a headphone will sound different. Uh, and yeah, it's pleasant overall. So you know, <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. That characteristic. Yeah. Anywho, uh, sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's all good. I, I was I was just thinking of the uh, p- people in both headphones and in the keyboard world. When you're scrutinizing stuff like the sound of a keyboard, and you're getting very, very into it, um, th- there's a kind of like pickiness, I guess that that. It comes along with that. I think it's the same, same with headphones. But but at the same time, when you're actually using the device, um, like to write something or you know, yeah, for its intended purpose. Yeah. Exactly for its intended purpose. I mean, I think a lot of the stuff that you might be scrutinizing, you're you're not paying as close attention to because, well, at least in the case of headphones, you're listening to your music more. Like you're you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I just want to hear my music and I want to enjoy that. And you're not, you know, just uh, well. I mean, I guess us as like re- reviewers, we're we're constantly scrutinizing and analyzing, but in reality, most people, they're not going to be doing that, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, I, see, I see the value of scrutinizing from a reviewer standpoint, like it can help companies find like sure. fine yeah. things. <laughs> but we've had people in like the keyboard hobby say like, for me, like I have to hear this sound test in like an, in, in, I don't know the exact word for it, but one of those chambers where oh, you don't the, hear anything. And, and, and I'm like, bro, yeah, I'm like, when though. are you ever actually using your keyboard? In a null sound chamber, yeah. <laughs> like you're using it at home or at work or something. Like you're not, oh like, goodness. why do you need to listen to that? And <laughs> some people like, literally well, just like, listen to that. there's nothing to it but foam all the way to the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're hearing the springs crunching inside the keyboard. I'm like you're not, yeah. like your ear can't audibly hear it's, that. Like, why it's do become you ASMR with keyboard. <laughs> Yeah. What happened, don't you then have to take into account the bone resonance? Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. what's the DNR factor on that keyboard? Or, or the, yeah. Uh, yeah. the the head and shoulder uh, sound um, waves yep. coming out. You know, you got taking the torso and all that fun stuff. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's why the sound tests are cool and all, but, like, my room is different from your room. So yep. the most accurate thing is we can use a room. Like, I'm not going to go to, like, one of those chambers and type a test and be like, this is what the keyboard sounds. This is not going to sound like that on your desk. So even mine, like, take it with a grain of salt. When I do my sound tests on YouTube and stuff like that, and everyone should take every Everything, sound yeah. test with a grain of salt until your ears hear it because your ears will hear these things differently oh, too, yeah, yeah. just like headphones. Mm -hmm. Some of people will like a certain headphone more than another headphone because their ears and they can't – I know, for example, my dad can't hear high-frequency stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he'll never, like, get to enjoy that, and I physically can never give that to him because – I mean, you just don't use it. it all the way up, bro. Just EQ it all the way up. <laughs> Put one of those, like, you know, He'll hear ear something. implants. <laughs> right? So, yeah, so it's it's one of those it's one of those things even in the keyboard world too, where it's just like I guess I guess it's really hard to like tell people like, yes, these sound good, but like please take what I'm doing with a grain of salt. And as as someone who tries to stay away from the review scene and do more showcasing, which that's been my go-to, which I think has been working for me, um, where it's like you know a light review. Yes, I like it, but please take it with a grain of salt. Um, my but here's some really cool photos of it, and here's what I've been thinking about, and here's what I've been enjoying. Uh, so I think that goes a lot more. That goes a lot longer and a lot farther. Uh, saying that, hey, like yes, I have been using this keyboard every day because I do enjoy it that much. Mm -hmm. uh, just like I. Like when people see me, like I have crap tons of IEMs that I could be wearing during stream, but like I wear these. And even when I go out sometimes, like I'm, wear I'm wearing these, <laughs> right? So it's, you know, it's, it's, <sighs> it's preference, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it's, yeah, it's, it's preference. And like, I think yeah, like yeah. my go-to for headphones right now, including IEMs is the Andromedas, mm -hmm. these, and believe it or not, when I need to talk to someone, I'll just use the Apple earbuds, the ones that came in the box. <laughs> um, they work. Yeah. Yeah. When you're wearing the the, the Rad Zero outside, do people ask you like what what headphones are you wearing? Is that yeah, I I, I really much of a... with headphones? <laughs> this was a long time ago. I've never saw... had that conversation. So <laughs> yeah, this, this was the most interesting thing that I've ever seen. It was coming out of Babelor Radio here in Toronto, and I had the LCD twos like in a box. I was so happy. I just picked up those headphones. And like I, just getting into the, this huge headphone world and I see someone on the bus and this is the only time I've ever seen someone with a pair of like actual headphones. Uh, I, I keep saying actual headphones, but like, you know, a pair of, <laughs> yeah. I guess, stuff. they had a pair of great, like gra Grados, Grados, how do you pronounce it? Grados. Grado. Grados. Grado. And they, they had uh, like, they had their right. DAC MP3 player with Velcro on it and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And I remember looking, I'm like, I, I, I want to talk to you. Like, I just want to have a conversation with this person, but it's so it's so weird it's, engaging with someone who has headphones yep. on. Oh, so right. it's just like, oh, forget it. I'll so I'm guessing on, it's the same way. If I'm public, I'll put them on sometimes. Like if I'm traveling or whatever, when I was traveling, uh, put them on just so nobody bothers me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's not like that no people one... are bothering me. Like I'm just saying. I don't even have a yeah, plug in. I feel I'm safe just... in them. I don't think everyone's ever <laughs> I think the only question I've ever gotten publicly, because I do, I used to, before COVID, used to go out a lot, was someone had asked me about um, the cable I was using on my IEM, because mm. it was braided. Nick, they didn't oh, care about what was in my ear. No, they, they, it was just like a kid going, like, that cable looks cool. Where can I buy one? And I'm like, well, <laughs> you can't take the cables out of your headphones, so. 
Yeah, why are you asking me? <laughs> yeah. But I told him anyways, right? Yeah. So it was just, I think that's literally the only question I've yeah. ever gotten about something I've like had in my ear in public. That was so, about the cable. I have a fun story about that too. Like I remember so I was actually uh was I think I was wearing the Elysias. I was wearing the Elysia and I was on a I was on the we were going to a meeting downtown Seattle, so I was on the train, the underground train in Seattle. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. But anyway, so I was going on that. And, Didn't uh, know they had public transit in Seattle. Yeah, it's all underground. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> and uh, well, then it goes. Up. But anyways, uh, I'm sitting there. The leash is on, and somebody else walks in the train, and they sit down, and uh, and, and it was summertime, so I'm you know I'm t-shirt and stuff, and uh, they had stellias on. And so, wow, and, yeah. So mind you, that's very, yeah. was, it, was it Taryn? It was a Taryn. No, <laughs> but no. But then there's that moment where we both kind of made eye contact, and there was that like, you know. But then the other person, Halston, had this realization of like, you know how much I'm wearing on my head right now. <laughs> and, and I'm not a little dude with you know, I have tattoos, and, and but not that you can see it. But and so he had this like moment of like, oh god, <laughs> like, <laughs> he knows, he knows. <laughs> abort, abort. At least, at least when you see somebody with rock and cost porta pros, there's no worry about oh, that yeah. <laughs> but, but then <laughs> yeah, I, you know, there is, there is that moment of recognition for sure it was just so funny man. it was just like it's so funny like to see that like the eyes widen and like i smiled and waved and it was fine and we we're like oh yeah like <laughs> but, it, and the key rule is too where we had people we had our meetup and there was people like there was a few people who came in who were who didn't even bring keyboards right they mm-hmm. were just there to look and they go to like type on your keyboard, and you get this anxiety of like, please don't destroy my keyboard. Like, are your hands clean? <laughs> oh, nope. What are you doing? Like, it's, yeah, this is what it's like at headphone meetups. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Some- <laughs> Tyler is very liberal with his his you know allowing people to use his yeah, I had, yeah. special purple headphones. <laughs> at least then you can kind of like you can bring pads, you know, or you can bring like something that you can swap out later. Yeah, but with keyboards, like the caps are usually expensive too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's even funner. All in that you got to clean out. You know, yeah. or when people return their headphones after years of of use. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the demos. Have you gotten like the gone the tours where it's like the super crazy long tours? Like I know Android had one where he got a headphone in. And he was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> 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 and he was like, I don't want to be part of. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I think anyways. the weirdest thing I've ever had happen, just like a quick little story about that, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, I used to work at a shoe store and me and my brother worked there and this older gentleman comes in and he's like totally distraught, super pissed off. And he goes, I want to return these. We take it out of the box. And my brother, my, I had just started there and we were like, I was like 20. He was like 19 or whatever. And uh, he's, we look at it and my brother's like, uh, is this even the box that belongs to this store? And he ended up, it was a company called Rockport. Oh, yeah. And uh, he brought shoes from 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. He'd been wearing he every day never... for 20 years. <laughs> no, he, he <laughs> never put them on. He just wanted to return them. Oh, he never put them on? No. But like, wow. what do you. And it was one of those things where it was like, what do you. Like, I don't think I've ever been faced with a situation like that ever in my That's life. Sorrow, but... man. Like, yeah. yeah, it was so weird. And he was like, I need to. Re- like, these don't fit anymore. I'm like, well, no kidding. It's anymore? been 20 years. Yeah, my mom bought them for right? me when so, I was five, and, uh, and for- <laughs> yeah, so I, I remember like my brother ended up calling like head office, and they they were even blown away, and like yeah, just return them for the guy, just give him like sixty bucks or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how do you even then like like rate the because yeah, like, the- like 
Inflation. And you just take the box and too, right? put them in a glass case somewhere and just show them off as yeah. the yeah. original. <laughs> it's just weird, weird situation. Yeah. I, so I can't. I, luckily, you didn't use them. His feet are even worse than putting something on your head. But yeah. Um, Guys, we've been going for almost yeah, yeah. Uh, two hours now, so we probably have to cut the cut, cut yeah, the stream right, right, short. Right, get to their, their, cut it long. <laughs> their wives, girlfriends, and, and families yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for letting me join, and thanks for thanks for everything, Alex and and boys, of course. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, like, really thank you, guys. Both Alex Squareds. That's been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love chatting with you guys today. That was a ton of fun. That was Learned fun. a lot. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to what you guys uh, come oh, up yeah. with for the uh, yeah. the Alex Sotos Rad Zero that's uh, <laughs> developed. Right. And we'll, we'll try to do like a reveal for you guys. So we'll do this again maybe at the end of October or whenever they're ready, and and then uh, we'll do another one of these and we'll we'll, we'll do a reveal. How about that? Sure. Take a look at that. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd I'll be cool. hit you up. I'll DM you on Instagram and um, hi to all whoever's in the chat and thanks for thanks for visiting i guess or thanks for listening yeah, super awesome yeah, i'll have to have you guys on my twitch channel soon too oh i'd love yeah, to that'd be dope. That sounds awesome yeah all righty man all right. uh, thanks Thank guys you. and we'll uh we'll shut the stream